Unlike this podcast, loud today, we're cool, calm, and fucking collected. My God. Episode 234. Teams, lineups, battles, matchups, smugness, reaction from Mickey Hart, and a whole lot more. But first, Oasis. Sorry for the language at the start. I know, I know, <laughs> I know that, and I still do it. But I know that a lot of kids listen to this podcast. Would you believe um, with their parents in the car and not traveling? So apologies to that for the to that for the bad language. Um, there'll be no more. There'll be no more bad language. This is a happy podcast. Once again, all oh, lads, it's it's becoming a bit unrealistic. This it's becoming um, a bit samey, a bit. Right, lads, I need, I need some doom and gloom here. I can't become this contrarian because this is just extended utopia. Like, we're, we're, um, we're living in a dreamland. We're living in an absolute dreamland. And uh, long may it continue, mind, but still, my God, we're comfortably blatant there on our own patch in front of a sold out. Uh, stadiums more to loads to talk about that that's plenty of talking points already before there was a, even a ball kicked in but yeah Jesus all the performance there's no horrors not out this weekend no ladies they're all back in action uh, this weekend um, so we'll have something on that with the horrors of crunch crunch uh, relegation battle on the hands hopefully they'll avoid it and then loads of local scene action. I don't know why the games were fixed at half eleven. It made it hard for the lads to get down to see the county team. But a lot of people did make it and didn't pull on and make it for the two o'clock throw in. Uh, right, let's get started. Let's get into it. Obviously, you get your free pod. You get your free pod. But if you want, uh, let me see, a forty-five and counting here in front of me, talking points. So you get one free and you'll have forty-four to sign up. Um, three euro. It's well worth it. <laughs> the way the con- the way the content is going and growing and the hype is going. You need to be informed. A lot of Kadir people signed up last week. Really grateful for them. They appreciate the coverage as well. So it's it's just it's just a day where we can really remember fondly. Um, and it, it started with the hype, with the the sold out um, concert. But it also it went into the it, it fluctuated into the team. So the team that started was the team that more or less ended the last day against Mead. So the extension of that good goodwill was there, and the team straight away settled side. Now you James Callum, Niall Sharkey, Peter Lynch, Donald McKenney. That's the full back four. Um, Leonard Gray must be made out of steel. I thought he was a goner after last week. Big strapping on his knee. He came out right half back. More on him in a while. Centre half, Kira Murphy. Oh, <laughs> loads to talk about Kira Murphy. The man who number six stitched back into his back. He, he, he a command display today. And then left half, Colin McKeever, another lad. Yeah, absolutely flying. Uh, Connor Early and Tommy Dornan. Tommy Dornan made his first start of the National League today. Has to do with the hard way. Earns his corn like the the unloved son 
but he finally he finally gets his chance and my god does he take it more on Tommy later plenty more on Tommy later Liam Jackson took his brother's jersey and first name in, in the in the half forward line Liam Jackson wore a number 10 jersey uh, on the 40 Kieran Downey and then Ryan Bournes on the wing Ryan Bournes came from nowhere to start as well he, the last start he had was the local final and he was a sub in the opening round loss against Clare that was his last appearance um, and then the full forward line Darren McConnell Sam Mulroy and Colin Grimes but it's so fluid and changeable to Colin Downey switches in but that was mainly it that's the starting team can't be faulted with that starting team um, Jack Murphy obviously was on the bench he took the number two jersey for Dan Corcoran Kildare made a couple of wafty changes the forwards are still no real balance in the forwards Daniel Flynn came on Neil Flynn started um, Jack Robinson Jimmy Hyland didn't play um, the half back line was the same um, a lot lot going on with Kildare lot going on not enough time to talk about Kildare nor do we want to talk about Kildare to be honest but the game started and Loud were um Loud were playing good stuff, playing really well, but it was one of those like, oh geez, are we gonna rue these misses? We were kicking a lot of wides here. And then finally, lo and behold, it's down to Nile Sharky to come up the field, cutting off the left hand side and whip the ball over the bar. Then Tommy D gets a goal in the ninth minute. It was it was like it was it was funny stuff at the start. They weren't really penetrating us at all. But we had all the play in their end that were kind of trying to counter-attack us but without having a real idea of how, how to play that game or that way or, or anywhere near as well and we can play it. But Tommy turned over Sam Mulroy's the best man to get it hunt that ball right down finds Tommy inside with a hand pass Tommy swivels re- left right knows where the goals are seizes the moment turns spins on his left foot finishes makes sure he gets to gets the goal. That's 1-1 to no score. Darren Kerwin gets the score from way out more on that in a second Sam gets a free nice long range free 1-2 one, to 1 point then Neil Flynn there probably bright spark uh, good footballer good forward probably the best Flynn oh Kevin Flynn was good certainly wasn't Daniel Flynn we'll talk about that shortly as well and then Sam gets another, his second free 1-3 to 2 then he gives away a turnover and then they get two scores in a row uh, Neil Flynn from playing and Paddy Woodgate from playing Paddy Woodgate was a good, good player um, actually the matchups. Now Sharkey picked up um, Woodgate, matched up fairly well. McKenney was on Daniel Flynn and Peter Lynch was on Dara Kerwin like he did in the Auburn Cup uh, as well. So 1-4 one four, one four to 4 after Kieran Downey gets a really good score. Really clever clever point, clever finish. And he continued on his form. Woodgate again, he got two in a row. Woodgate and Ben McCormick gets a score with no Sam. They seem to get a bit of a boost. Sam goes off injured. They didn't know whether he was going to stay on or not. He wanted to try and test it. But then they found it later on as his hamstring. You'll hear Mickey uh, talk about that as well. That's the one thing about Mickey. He'll answer your question on anything. So he does answer that question too to, about Sam. Tommy gets a point. Clever hand pass. Fist point, point over the bar um, of a tight angle. Really good score. 1-5 to 6 full of confidence now this season Jack Sargent does another one hand pass there narrow angle that doesn't hand pass but good hand pass move in the corner left corner between uh, Kevin Keeley and Kerwin narrow angle Jack Sargent gets it over the corner back 1-5 to 8 points and then it's like right Jesus 2 points here uh, 1 point ahead then Darren McConnell 
gets a score, mark, great mark uh, off a McKenny ball inside, one six or seven. Then just lovely bit of play with, with uh, Liam Jackson and uh, Leonard Gray. Opens it up, pops the ball over the top. Liam does to uh, Conor Grimes. Grimes <laughs> sees the opening, did what he should have done against Derry, drove right through the middle and blasted the ball left corner. Two six or seven. And there I say it, but I thought it at the time that um, that's the game over. They're not going to come back. No way they're going to come back. They have no cohesion or enough pressure to do so. Now they got two to the first points, first two points of the second half. Uh, Daniel Flynn goes out to the forty, bit of a max up, mish up kind of puts us on a little bit of a back burner and to get kind of into it, it goes a little bit frantic. Kerwin would get extended their tally, make two six to nine, three point gap. That's as low as it got. Um, three points. Bornsey then gets his good score. You thought, oh, he's had to miss his chance to pop it. Checks back outside the right boot, whips it over the the wind. The sun was gonna say. Guides it over the bar, great score from Bornsey. Um, then Neil Flynn gets another free, but we were just getting torn over, we were keeping them in front of us, no real threat behind. McConnell gets a free, Tommy D gets a score from play, a class point, 2 9 to, to 10. Then Coffee comes off, first touch, whips it over the bar. Daniel Flynn then gets a point after a run, and that makes it 2 9 to 12, three points again. And then Craig Lennon and Bevan Duffy counter-attacks, just pick them off right down the centre and don't mess about, don't fluff it over to hand pass the ball over the bar. They make sure and seal the points for us. 2 11 to 12, 5 points. We were hammered by them with 16 points 9 months ago. And now we, we turned that right around to beat them by 5 in our home patch with a lot of the same players playing. We probably more of a turnover than they had. But... Uh, Really good win, a third win in a row in the National League. Uh, massive, massive result. We're more or less safe, and we're more or less in the in the promotion hunt. In case you didn't know either, but a man who does know is Mickey Hart. We're going to hear from Mickey now, and then we get into the talking points towards the end. Mickey, that was quite comprehensive in the end. You must be delighted. Oh, for sure, for sure, we're delighted. Um, like we know what happened to us last year when we played Kildare in the championship they just overran us and I think that still hurt the boys to now and they, they, they determined that they wouldn't get beaten like that and in so doing they actually put up a, a really good performance that took us to a better place even so we just didn't want to be walked over and, and beat into the ground like we were last year it was very very humiliating for all of us so it really spurred us on there today. But it's, it's, again, it's only one day, one result. Important in many ways in that I think it keeps us safe now in this division, which is, is special to be able to do that and say that with two games to go is wonderful. Uh, and then when you think of the, the, the points we let slip, you know, we could have been even in a better place. But look, at it is what it is. Uh, our players had to work hard there today. And uh, those two goals in the first half were obviously critical to our success because you needed goals to stay ahead we knew they were going to get a certain amount of scores and goals are big scores in, in games like that there were vital times too one early and one I suppose just before half time perfect tonic absolutely it was it was great to get the early one as you say because it gave you that cushion even when they were picking off a few points we were still ahead and then the one just before half time was just a real good Philip going in at half time to say you know there's something to defend here you know you've got you've got a decent lead there and I think 
for what the breeze was worth we were going to have it in the second half it didn't seem to matter that much either way but it still it was nice to, to be going in with the lead at half time and then turn to, into play with the breeze if you look at the three wins down a row one trend if you like is the control maybe that they have had in games is very you know nearly unscripted part of the games you seem to be in control and and everything seems to be on hand well I don't know if everything's on hand or not but we have a system of play and I think we are able to adapt within that system of play and um, you know it's nothing perfect about it but it's the way we play it's the way our players are now learning that they can be at their best and uh, you have to sort of mould your team with the people that the resources you have and then when they buy into what you're trying to do then, then it's possible to get good results so it's nice, it's nice to have got the results we've got. It's nice to be safe in Division 2, uh, as I say, with two games to go. Really, that is a dream for us. Yeah. Obviously, it has, the team hasn't been the same each day either. But well, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big thing too. I mean, we lost serious men, you know, serious operators on our team. We lost the last day before it started and, and two during it. So we had three men who were starters. And then you lost your captain and talisman today, you know, 15 or 20 minutes into the game. You know, it's 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 it just shows how good they are as a team. And you know, they lost personnel, but the person who comes in fits into the system, and that's always good. What is Sam? Is it? Is it it's a hamstring threat, and I suppose if he had played on it, it would have been more than a threat, and uh, maybe a, a slight tear. So was he we aware of that before the game? Was it? No, just no, no. It happened today. So he, he never had a hamstring injury in his life. Happened today out there in the field, so that was that. That would have been enough to rock us alone, you know. Say you haven't got Sam. What are we going to do here? So I screwed that the players rest them rolled up their sleeves. You have Kieran Byrne from earlier in the in the, in the in the season, and you know we're, we're we've lost you know four or five really serious players who would be team starters and, and now we've still we've still been able to manage that and that, that's that's very encouraging Tommy Dornan seems to grow into league campaigns <laughs> if you look at particularly last year as well like one yeah. two from, from midfield um, he was awesome at times oh, absolutely I mean you know we know what Tommy can do and we know uh, what he needs to you know whether he hasn't got he, he, he's not a Linford Christie like and we know that and he knows that so we have to get the best of him with what he has and, and what he has is good fielding ability he's, he, he can work hard around the middle sector and, and and as you say he can pop up for the odd goal just on a, I suppose an approach there's three wins in the bounce over three consecutive weeks the break now is that obviously when you talk about players getting injured and that is that something necessarily that is appreciated oh it is it is because that's been a that's been a hard call there three games in a row and especially with injuries that came our way so there'll be niggles after that as well so we'd need we'd need to let our players maybe get, catch their breath again a wee bit and and, and get, we, we can't afford really be losing anymore no matter what how well people do when they come in like your resources are not limitless so we have to we have to hope that we'll not get any more injuries talking about rd you know you said before you'd like to think that your home venue is, is something that you, you know can use to your advantage mm. again two wins out of three but it was a good back in here today for the team oh absolutely and and you know we were close to three wins out of three as well because you know except for that sort of second goal that Derry got I think we'd have put them to the pin of their collar we could even got a draw out of it you know so um, no we were, we were very encouraged by playing here and the whole atmosphere is good the crowd's close to you and the crowd's the crowd's gathering pace here I think you said that obviously gathering six points and getting to this point is, is obviously an achievement you still have two games to go like, 
obviously I assume you know momentum is behind you now ah yeah yeah when, when you have two games to play at this level you want to see what you can, how you good you can perform in those games and and if you perform as well as you can you'd hope to get some kind of result out of them and if you did sure look at that it'd be great I mean we're not going to throw in the towel just because we're safe it's, it's not you know that's your first aim is to be safe the next thing is to get up that table as high as you can because as you know and I know being in Division 2 doesn't guarantee you being in the All-Ireland Series so you need to be up that table as high as you can so that's important too so we're not finished looking points yet I know you've you watched the game last night obviously in, in, in Derry mm. taking this maybe to the final day and, and the dubs if, if you get over Cork like it's not beyond the realm of possibility which is something that we'll, is we'll, we'll just not go there that <laughs> quick you know let's take it one day at a time so far so good a lot of hard work to be done because the two teams that are coming are, are very good sides that we have to play yet uh, as you, you would know because they're in the top end of the table as well yeah, perfect so appreciate that come on let's go there Mickey let's go there let's go there that quick <laughs> let's talk about cause I, uh, if we win it if we beat Cork it's a straight shoot out of us in Dublin to go up huh <laughs> yeah I know I know I know I know I know I know but um, in stark contrast in the job they do, you get you get audio. You have to get audio from um, Glenn Ryan, and um, like Paddy or um, Mickey speaks in paragraphs. Glenn Ryan just speaks in one line sentences. Now I know after a loss, you're not going to be too talkative anyway, or any manager would be. But still, it just shows. It just shows, and, and that all that all adds up and comes across that way as well. Um, you get more, I'll go into that in more depth but that's more of the good stuff if you sign up on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud right let's get into it 2600 talking points to come right your first one the free one is um, right oh I have to go with I have to go with the main talking point well one of the main talking points today is um Uh, where will I go? The buzz is real. The buzz is real, lads. It it really is. You know, you look at the late miners winning uh, on the twenties with it beaten by Monaghan, a solid Monaghan outfit. And um, the sixteens of a good team. The stadium's getting going. Place is a sellout. I'm going to talk about that more if you sign up. Um, but people are talking about it more. There's kids wearing more gear. We're on we're in division two. We're they're beating two big Leinster teams. We're on the upward curve. We're playing good football. We're consistent. We're a likable team. Shocking likable team. But everything, the buzz is just growing and growing. And but it's real. It's real. You can feel it, you can touch it. And we more or less have division two football next year. Which is massive again. It doesn't deflate the balloon anyway. It just pumps it up that little bit more. So it's just absolutely incredible to win today to get the job done and get that get that for us. Um, because there was people there early. There was people there wanting to get in. There was lads parking the car, reading the paper in the car. The the kids were there again. The the kids were out in the field at half time as well. You're going to any. Um, Go game every Saturday morning um, in Dickie IT is absolute. You've nothing to do 
next Saturday morning, if you're around on dock, go down to DKIT and see the under 10s and under 8s in this county playing. It's absolutely incredible. It's like Mad Max. You have the cage. Two teams, two teams had the one team leaves. But it's so well run. And it's so well done. And it's so beneficial to the to the kids that play it. I don't think it's done anywhere else. But DKIT is a perfect setup for it. And you can earn and it's like social thing as well for the parents. Because you, you, I end up seeing lads from all over the county. Girls as well. From all over the county you meet. And then... For the kids, it's great for them. They're they're playing people from different parts of Loud. You know, you're not you're playing people from the top of Loud, bottom of Loud, mid Loud, and they're they've their different styles as well. They're bringing their character to it too, and it's it's brilliant. Airhorn to start is respected. Referees is is one of the mentors on either team, which is great. It, it, there's massive respect there. They're all in it together. Everyone is in the same boat, trying to develop youth players, teams, get them going. It's not about winning; it's just about playing and getting the lads and girls playing and getting them out there and having a bit of crack and being competitive and representing where they're from. So well run, so well done, and it's only because it's all new to me that I didn't know this even existed, and people don't know it exists. Um, but it's massive, it's brilliant. And that deserves applause. I was chatting to someone from me today and they don't do, they do single games, which is a complete waste of time. You just go and play a single match. All the goal games allowed is kind of, well, so far, I don't know, this is what I, my first hand experience is. You go and you play a couple of teams in it. You know, like we, we went down to the dock and you play a couple of teams from all over the county. You're not just going down and play one game and go home. You're getting your full beneficial thing of going down and representing where you're from and playing a half an hour of football which you don't get anywhere else it's it's amazing really really good and fair play to it's Maureen Monaghan that's there with the air horn every weekend every Saturday morning and it's just growing and growing and growing it's great it's absolutely brilliant it's the final weekend it's next weekend but yeah bit of a tangent there but that's just where the buzz is and it's everywhere and it's funny the lads you see at the Saturday morning Doing the kids is the lads you'll see at the game, the loud game supporting, or being at the top table of some event, or um, being the volunteer on the side. It's it's all those people are all interconnected, all doing a bit for the club and then for the county as well. So yeah, massive buzz about the place. Let's keep it going. That's your talking point. That's your talking point. That's your free talking point. Sign up for more on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. Yeah, so on the local scene, let's have a look. We have uh, Kevin Mullen Shield winners today. Big wins for the Shans, two out of two. The Malachys, first win of the year. The Piercy beat the Glide at home. Uh, the Plunkets made it two from two as well. Lanlear bounced back after last week to win in the Paddy Shieland Cup against the O'Connells. Uh, Mark Rangers beat the Dreadnoughts there 2 from 2 as well the Moxes are 2 from 2 after beating the Dundalk in Ireland 16 points to 1-8 the Martins are 2 from 2 114 to 3 point winners over the Sean O'Mahonies um, and then early on the Saturday games the Marys beat Cooley 111-1-5 and the Brides drew with the Clans the Geraldines also drew with the Gales as well and the Millen went down to the Tones on Friday night uh, too so loads happening there, loads happening still in the podcast. New month, new month. It, it, March is hard to believe. March is all here. 
Um, loads happening. We'll be talking about the horrors, the ladies. They they have a big couple of weeks ahead. Final two rounds, pushing in promotion as well. And um, we've transfers to get out there. Actually, I recognise a few names that are they're not normally with the team. So there's a few transfers floating about. I'm going to get them all together in a, in a transfer podcast. Hopefully this week I'll get it out there. So spread the word. Get signed up. Patreon.com. What a day for loud football. What a day, we're pushing on, we're moving on, and yeah, it's uh, cool, we're calm, we're calm. So Thanks so much for listening to episode 234 of the Loud and Proud podcast.